Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Let's help set those week nine lineups next on Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. Welcome into FBT in 5 as always. Make sure to follow and stream us on Spotify. Today is Friday, May 27th. I am Frank Stanfield, joined by Scott White. Let's take a look at the schedule first. And it's kind of a weird one. We've got 14 teams with six games, 11 teams with seven games, four teams with eight games. That includes the Tigers, the Brewers, the Twins, and the Cardinals. And we have one lucky team with nine games next week. That is the Chicago Cubs. Let's start with some fringe two-start pitchers here, Scott. Would you start Chris Bassett against the Nationals and at the Dodgers? Yeah, kind of shaky his last two outings, but I I have faith in him overall, and one of those matchups is good anyway. So I would still consider him a must-start with two starts. Luis Castillo at the Red Sox versus the Tigers. Slightly less than a must start, but the matchups are better, and he's been trending the right way with the velocity, so an advisable start. Our good friend, Uncle Charlie Morton, at the Diamondbacks and at the Rockies. No, I want to play it a little more cautiously than this one. I would advise him in points leagues only, where there's a lower threshold to meet, less chance of of a bad start doing damage. But yeah, he's, he's, he's kind of uh, fallen off again after looking like he was on the right path. And, and then, of course, one of those two matchups at Coors Field, that's especially dangerous. Ranger Suarez is having a subpar season so far. Two tough matchups against the Giants and the Angels. Again, points league only. All right. it, it helps in that format that you can start him as a reliever. Yep. Marcus Stroman, he's pitched better recently, but he's got two tough ones against the Brewers and Cardinals. Points league only. Paul, not a bad sleeper. Paul Blackburn up against the Astros and Red Sox. Tough matchups. Yeah, points league uh, points leagues only. I don't have a lot of faith in Blackburn overall, but he just he continues to exceed my expectations. All right, let's move into some sleeper pitchers for next week, Scott. Some two starters and some single start streamers. Who you got? Okay, so George Kirby starting with some some two start guys. George Kirby. Uh, came, seemed to come around a little bit in his most recent start in his matchups this week at the Orioles, at the Rangers, two favorable ones. Uh, I am definitely into playing him. Aaron Ashby just joined the rotation in place of Freddie Peralta, and I love the upside, the combination of swing and miss skills and an elite ground ball, an elite ground ball rate. He gets the Cubs and the Padres. I would recommend him in most any format. For... Points leagues specifically, I think Jake Junis against the Phillies, against the Marlins. 
He's been pretty steady this year since joining the Giants rotation. He's only 14% rostered. And Glenn Otto, only 5% rostered. He gets the Rays and Mariners. Matchups aren't great, but I, I think Glenn Otto, you know, the swinging strike rate's pretty good. He's he's quietly performed well. And I think in points leagues, you could take advantage of this two-start week. Some one-start guys. Christian Javier is, is must-start, as far as I'm concerned, especially since his start this week is at Oakland. Triple-A lineup, basically. He just he looks like he's he looks like he might be on the verge of of being one of the biggest breakthrough pitchers this year after the way his last two starts have gone. Jose Urquidy, another Astros pitcher, saw a jump in strikeouts in his most recent start. I don't know where it came from or if he can sustain it, but he's at the Royals this week. So I'll bet on him, at least with that matchup. I also like Bailey Ober at the Tigers. The Tigers far and away the lowest scoring team in baseball. All right, let's move on to the hitters, the best hitter matchups, the Cardinals, the Braves, the Tigers, the Dodgers, and the Cubs, the worst hitter matchups, the White Sox, the Angels, the A's, the Phillies, and the Pirates, who are some sleeper hitters looking to add and start in week nine. So I'm going to start with that Cubs nine-game schedule, which is just, you rarely see that, two doubleheaders in one week. And look, the pitchers they're facing could be better, but I'll I'll go I'll go quantity over quality here as far as the matchups go, and recommend guys like Ian Happ, who I always like when the Cubs have a good matchup. Patrick Wisdom has been on a home run binge recently, so I think it's he's worth keeping active. Frank Schwindel has been heating up, like him too. Uh, the Reds aren't among the top five matchups there, but really only because they have six games in a week where a lot of teams have more, but they're facing some weak pitchers. So Joey Votto might want to give him another shot. Tommy Pham, who came up big in the 20 run game, his ratios have looked, his peripherals have looked good all year. Uh, Brandon Drury, if you need to go deeper, Tyler Naquin, I think is a fine option. The Cardinals you mentioned have the most favorable matchups of all of all. So Juan Yepes, you can get him active again. The Rockies have a full week of home games. So Randall Gritchick, Brendan Rodgers, both advisable. And William Contreras, the Braves catcher who is now spending some time in the outfield and at DH to get his bat in the lineup. I think I think he's somebody worth starting as well. Yes, for sure. And got those games in Coors Field. He's looked awesome. For more extensive fantasy baseball coverage, listen to the Fantasy Baseball Today podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, your smart speakers, or anywhere else podcasts are found. And thanks for listening to Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. We'll be back again tomorrow morning. Bye-bye. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story. And one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of 
the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team.